Hello, Bill. How are you? Hey, uh, Glenn, Christian, Lou, how's it going? Good, Coach. What's up, Coach? It's football season now. We're we're practicing. We're out there in pads. It's amazing to look at the – We're playing football. Amazing. It's good. Yeah, look at the calendar, August 17th, and it's uh, it's pads for the first time. So let me start by asking, you've seen a lot over the years. You've done this for quite a uh, bit of time. I'm not sure you've ever seen anything like what we're dealing with now, and you've gone through all the different protocol. Everything seems to be working fine. Is there something that you look at right now that still concerns you because it's so different? Well, uh, I think when you look at the um, preparation for the season, what we're doing is you know, very similar to what uh, all the colleges do. And um, when I played uh, in high school and college football, it's, it's what we did. I think it's what all high schools do is you have a called some kind of summer workout program and then uh, somewhere between, you know, called three and four weeks before the start of the, the season, uh, that's when you – start practices and and usually have uh you know your kind of your your heaviest workload there about a week to a week and a half before the season starts call it the third preseason game and then you know you have another week maybe to you know clean a few things up and then you have the week to prepare for the opener so i think that's kind of what we are i think uh you know we're you know, we would have played Detroit on Thursday night, so right now we'd be getting ready for our second preseason game. Um, and so without those, um, you know, I think the, the calendar is very similar to what a, a college team or a high school team would do if they, they started their season, you know, called three, three-and-a-half weeks prior to the first game. So that's, you know, it's, it's definitely doable. It's just different. Than, it's not what we're used to, but it's what really it's what most all teams other than the NFL teams do in preparation. So, you know, like I said, I, I think it's reasonable. I think it's doable. Yeah, so speaking of weird, because, you know, it's been 20 years with one quarterback, and, and I know you guys have had a lot of Zoom calls and, you know, walkthroughs and, you know, different phases, but you go out there today for your first padded practice. It's August 17th, and there's no number 12 out there, Coach. How surreal of a moment was that for you when you walked out there and there's no number 12? Well, like you said, Christian, we've been doing walkthroughs for the last um, 12 days and, you know, calls and so forth, uh, you know, after that. So, um, you know, look, players change teams every year. Uh, We have new players on our team. We've lost players off our team. And, we've moved on um and you know they've moved on we've moved on so you know that that all happened a long time ago um you know i'm i'm trying to look ahead and, and i'm looking at that the players and the team we have this year and you know trying to do the best with it that we can to get the most out of it to be best prepared that we can be and go out and perform as well as we can so um i don't think there's any point in looking at you know last year two years ago five years ago or with all due respect, back to when you played. I mean, it's you know, it's time to, to be in the moment. You haven't game. gotten over it yet. I know it. <laughs> you have not gotten over it. <laughs> so, coach, I, listen, coach. I know you. Uh, I know it's about moving on the players you have. But you know, speaking of Tom, I was just curious. When did you know that he was actually leaving and signing with Tampa? Yeah, I think we've been through all that, Lou. I mean, really, it's. And then I was like back in March. Yeah, we just haven't talked since. So I was just curious. I know he told the story about going and talking to Robert and then, I guess, FaceTiming you and 
you know, yeah. talking about that night. So that was that's that all happened. true. Yeah, that's all true. Mm-hmm. All right. So with no Tom Brady here, um, do you change your offense based on the skill set of the guys who are playing quarterback now? Yeah. Well, right now, I, I wouldn't say. Um, you know, we're thinking too much about game planning or anything like that. We need to focus on fundamentals and the basics of what we do in all three phases of the game. And once we get those, um, you know, I'd say to a good competitive level, I don't want to say get a master because that's, you know, we're not there yet and we're not going to be there for a while. But, uh, you know, once we, we have a solid foundation on those, then, you know, we can move ahead and, and um, you know, start to you know do things that are specific to um, whatever our personnel is, and you know whatever their strengths and weaknesses are. But we're we're really a long way from that. Every whatever, whoever plays whatever position they play, uh, we all need to learn basic fundamentals and basic techniques and the, and the foundation of the the offense, defense, special teams units that, that those guys are on uh, before we can start worrying about putting in, you know, triple reverses and double safety blitzes and, you know, whatever else anybody, you know, can do or we think is a good plan or a good play. We, we've we got to be able to, you know, block people and defeat blocks and run with the throw, throw and catch the ball, run with it, tackle, um, protect for the punter, return kickoffs, cover kickoffs, so forth. Yeah, you know, just thinking about that, Coach, it's, um, you know, everything's been, you know, been, been cut down, less opportunities, no games whatsoever, and you're talking about doing basic stuff. And some guys may be, you know, maybe slow learners, maybe they just, you know, it takes them a little bit more time to adjust. And here you are going to have to make some tough decisions, some roster decisions, some, you know, who starts, who doesn't start type of decisions. And with the lack of game film and extra opportunities to watch these guys, do you think that you're going to have to rely more on your gut instincts when it comes to just player evaluation and, and what they can handle and how they can help you, you know, how they can help the team? Uh, well, we'll have to, yeah, well, we'll have to, you know, take the information that we have. I think it'll be uh, definitely some projections, you know, where you think guys are going to be in November, December, uh, you know, it's called second half of the season and even to next year. So that's, um, you know, until we, you know, see the players perform and have a chance to evaluate them. We're a long way off from that, but eventually, uh, that's what it'll come down to. We'll we'll just have less less to work with. Um, you know, being I would say not a whole lot different than if a player missed you know two or three weeks of preseason, wasn't able to play in in a couple you know second, third, fourth preseason games, something like that. Uh, but you've seen them all spring. You saw them for a couple weeks of training camp. Uh, you just have to, you know, make a decision on, you know, do you think he's done enough? Do you think he'll progress enough, or, or not? Somebody else will be ahead of him, and that's, uh, you know, every team's going to have to do that. Every coach is going to have to do that. Every coaching staff. So, um, we'll do the best we can with everybody else will too, and I'm sure there'll be, um, you know, a decent amount of um, understanding that the COVID. Uh, Rules are restricting some player movement. Uh, I'm sure there'll still be plenty of player um, movement, you know, this year, um, like there always is. It, you know, when teams have to, uh, you know, reduce 27 players from their roster uh, at the end of August. 
You know, Coach, uh, you lost, I think it was about 15, 16 players you lost, guys that have played last year and played with you for a long time uh, through opt-outs, free agency, trades, whatever it might be. So how hard does that become, guys with institutional knowledge of what you expect out of them, leaders, how hard is it to replace that leadership with those guys being gone? Well, we have a lot of players that um, you know have an opportunity, maybe have more of an opportunity than uh, than they had last year or in other years. And um, I've seen a lot of growth and leadership from uh, from some of those players, players that have been here, but also players that are uh, say kind of younger ascending players. And um, they they may have the opportunity for those roles a little bit quicker than um, than they did last year, but. We'll see how all that plays out. Uh, I don't know. Each team has its own uh, personality and develops its own uh, leadership and um, you know, motivation and so forth. And so we'll just have to see how, how it goes. But each each year is different. And um, as always, it'll be interesting to see how things develop. Bill, from the media reports, and that's all we're getting, um, obviously, out of practice, it sounds like it was equal reps for the three different quarterbacks. Uh, based on the short schedule you have here, how long can you do that without a guy taking a majority of the snaps like you've had in the past? Yeah, well, again, we're at the point where we're we're going through the the basics and the fundamentals um, in all three units, offense, defense, special teams. And uh, I think that the overall distribution of uh, practice opportunities was – you know, probably pretty pretty equal in all groups. Uh, at least that's what we talked about as a staff, and and so um, you know exactly you know who got how many and all that. Uh, I mean, we had that, but I, I can also say I haven't looked at it yet. So, uh, but you know, they were all in there. We we've evaluated or looked at the film and gone over with the players, and you know, we, there's something to talk about with every player um, a lot. So you know, they're all getting an opportunity, and. You know, we'll see how they perform. That's that's out of my control. We'll see how everybody performs, and then we'll make our decisions based on that. So, Bill, the um, you know the NHL the NHL just completed the third week of its uh, phase four return to play, and they had no positive uh, test results for COVID among five thousand six hundred forty tests. It's amazing, and the and the NFL overall has been doing a pretty good job. Your team. Um, not one guy on the COVID-19 reserve list. So I heard that we're all in this together. And I have a son and we have kids that are getting ready to go to school and we want them to be disciplined and careful. So what did you tell them? Uh, tell who? What did you tell the team as far as uh, or was there a conversation as far as, okay, here's what you need to be careful of. Here's where you need to be disciplined. Um, was there? Did you give them a message as far as just how to go about their daily lives, or some advice when it comes to you know being careful? Well, yeah, Christian, uh, we've talked about this um, all spring, really. I mean, since the start of the off-season program uh, back in April, uh, we've obviously it was in full. Um, you know, the code was in full bloom at that time, yeah. and so. Um, you know, we we talked about it. Uh, we talked about you know a number of different things. We tried to educate 
well, first of all, I tried to become educated, um, and the coaching staff, and and even our medical people. I mean, this is new to all of us. So, um, and that then the process continues, and it continues not only with the education of the of the virus, but the education of how to handle it, and what what are the best things to do as. Um, you know, as different events come up, you know, for example, we're not going to travel in preseason, but we're going to travel during the season. So we're talking about some of our tra- travel protocols and travel um, policies and things like that. So uh, it's been an ongoing conversation. We've had um, several different medical people um, talk about the virus and, and the implications of it and allowed and the players have asked questions and uh, we've, you know, talked to the families and we've had, you know, various levels of testing and gone through um, some different scenarios there. Uh, so, again, it's a continuing education process and, and the players have, um, I think, had a lot of good input. They've had a lot of good ideas. Um, we've talked to other leagues, as you mentioned, um, whether it be the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, college football, who, you know, there were many programs that were, uh, had started, you know, some type of virtual spring ball when we started our off-season program. There are college teams that have started their summer workout program um, prior to us, you know, starting training camp. So, you know, there are other uh, sports, uh, the PLL, um, you know, Paul Rabel and the PLL League, um, they had their um, season and tournament um, a couple weeks ago. So we've we've gotten information from a lot of different um Including the you know European soccer leagues and you know so forth, um, so we've got a lot of information. Tried to take the things that we think will work best for us and researched um, you know the medical um, let's say opinions or analyses of you know various topics and you know just try to do the best we can. I mean, obviously, I'm leaning on some medical people, but. You know, it also has to be functional for everyone, and, and the players have to be confident in the process and, and um, you know, the way things are being handled. And like I said, they've done a great job of um, bringing up things that um, wouldn't say, well, I wouldn't say we haven't thought of them, but maybe they have a little different point of view or uh, something more important to them than maybe than we uh, were administering it in that particular case and, and we modified it so it's it's been you know really all of us working together um and i think that's what we need to continue to do and you know robert and uh, the people here at the stadium you know have gone to great lengths to you know change things and make them more um well safer but also functional for us given the conditions that we have so um not only are they safe but they have to be able to work for us and they have to be functional so uh we've you know modified some things to to do that um but you know we're fortunate that we have a big facility and you know two locker rooms you know we have a visitor locker room and our, our locker room and so that's two training rooms and you know two sets of showers and you know so forth so yeah. we're able to spread out and, you know, utilize the, the space that we have. Um, and that's, you know, those those things have all been very helpful to the process as well. So, Coach, l- last week you were talking about the rookies. I think it was deep water, turbulent waters. Um, I'm just, you know, given the OTAs, you know, preseason games aren't there at all. You know, people around here, they get excited about the unknown. Draft class is an unknown. Is that, 
Uh, should Patriot fans sort of temper their expectations given the offseason and these guys adapting to the NFL, maybe what to expect from the rookies this year to make it harder? Well, uh, yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, but, you know, again, I think that I would look at it as, um, you know, not that the – I don't see it as quite as drastic of a change in terms of football maybe as – um, you know, what you're trying to outline, Lou, I would say it's different for the NFL, but this is what all other teams do. And so when you go to watch a college game, there's no preseason games for the freshmen. They just play. Some of them play great. Some of them make mistakes. You know, you don't have those three. And if you scrimmage, then they scrimmage each other. They don't scrimmage you know, other teams. So we're just, you know, really, I would say, applying that type of a season preparation to the National Football League. And I think, you know, we've all seen um, a lot of exciting, very exciting college games and college seasons and at all different levels, whether it's different conferences or, you know, running teams or passing teams or, you know, what have you. So I, I think it'll you know, I definitely think it'll work. Um, it's not what we're used to, but it's what everybody else is used to. And I think everybody that's played football, uh, which all of our players have on the collegiate level, are used to that type of a preparation. They just haven't done it here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll deal with it and, and make the most of it. But I think there are, you know, lessons and things that we're going to do this year that would be, uh, more similar to what a college team does in their preparations. You know, it's different for us because we don't have the preseason games. And, you know, that's different for them because they didn't have the preseason games. But now it would be very, I would say, more similar. So, I guess you don't have any other choice. <laughs> the no. schedule is the schedule. That's how you have to play it. Bill, I'm wondering if you heard what the president said about you the other day. If I ever had a military battle, I'd call Belichick up and say, what do you think? What do you think? Give me a couple of ideas. He'd be as good as any general out there. Uh, that was a, a very nice uh, compliment. Um, so I appreciate that. I'm not sure that... Um, I'm kind of a Navy guy, so I don't know about being a general anyway. I, I prefer being an admiral, but um, no, it's, um, I'm flattered by that. But uh, I'll just stick to coaching football. Okay, so uh, quickly before we get to the uh, Mercedes Drive of the Week, which there is no Drive of the Week, but it's going to be Question of the Week since yeah. there's no game. Um, we, we heard that you uh, you had the opportunity to speak to the Celtics um, earlier in the week. Um any uh, to tell us, uh, you know, how that came about, and what was your message to him? Uh, well, uh, you know, Coach Stevens. Um, you know, we have, we have a great relationship with Coach Stevens here. Um, you know, we have several people who have worked with him, and um, you know, Josh. Um, you know, is, is is close with him. I'm close with him, so um, he uh, he actually spoke to us uh, and earlier in the spring and talked a little bit about their situation. You know, we were starting our season um, and they were preparing to go back to finish there. So, you know, it was quite different 
Um, but, you know, kind of talking about managing time and, you know, dealing with some of the, you know, challenges of being a professional athlete or a professional football team and, um, you know, things that were going on around us. So, um, but he's, he's spoken to our, our guys several times and, um, you know, he's great. He does a, does a great job. He, you know, did a great job, um, the night that he spoke at our foundation, my foundation event. So. You know, anything I could ever do to to help him uh, or help them, you know, I'd be couldn't, you know, I'd, I'd do whatever I could. And um, you know, they treat us so well at the Celtics games. I mean, if the Celtics were playing in the Garden, you know, as well as I do in the playoffs, we could have a team meeting at halftime. I mean, there's you know, <laughs> twenty five guys there, you know. So, um, you know, we have a great relationship with them. So um, I was flattered that he asked and just tried to. You know, talk about uh, you know playing, playing at that the time of year they're playing at. You yeah. know, playoff, playoff basketball, playoff football. It's you know it's a little bit different, but um, I don't know anything about basketball. But <laughs> you know, I, I know a little bit about competition and yeah. and trying to you know perform well at the at the most critical time of the year, um, which is what they're entering. So. Uh, it was a great experience for me. I appreciate the opportunity uh, from Coach Stevens and the Celtics, and you know, wish them nothing but the best. And I know they get going tonight. And um, other than when we're in our meetings and all that, I'm sure that, that we'll we'll all be watching. We'll all be cheering for them here. Okay, so now we're on to our um, question of the week. Since there are no games, so it's actually two questions, Coach. We heard that you, uh, you know, you were on this morning with Keyshawn Johnson, one of your old players. Well, you were the defensive coordinator with the Jets, but he called you Coach Bill B. OMF would like to know if we can call you Coach <laughs> Bill B. Also, well, uh, I might be calling you guys something else too. So. <laughs> and what would that be? <laughs> like, don't, that? Yeah, don't say that. It'd be out of love. Of but course. the the real the, the second but, you question. Know, but, Keyshawn, but I coached Keyshawn. Yeah. I, I coached Keyshawn. We had Keyshawn, um, you know, in a number of um, some of our defensive situational plays, um, and you know, he's a he was a great competitor. You know, he's a, he a, a really clutch receiver, um, but he was a tough kid, and he blocked, and you know, he could, you know, he was a contact player. I mean, he was he was no prima donna. He was a you know a tough receiver. You know, he was the kind of physical receiver that Mark Bavaro was of, of a tight end. So, and he was actually a lot of fun to coach, um, you know, besides his personality and all that, he was very competitive and, um, you know, and I know as a, you know, as a defensive coordinator, you'd think, well, we don't really coach the receivers, but I met with Keyshawn every week and we, you know, went through the, you know, couple situation things that, you know, we had him on and, um, and he was well, you had him playing defense. Yeah, yeah. Again, well, because of his ball skills and his size, and you know, end of the game type plays oh, okay. and stuff yeah. like that, red area, and you know, uh, things like that. But he was, you know, so you know, like I said, we met, we you know, watched film, we talked about those situational plays, and and uh, you know, he had some great ideas because he knew what the offense was thinking in that situation too. Like, well, yeah, here's what they're going to try to do, and yeah, I can, you know, I'll take that away or I'll take this away. So, but anyway, so we we have a great, you know, we had a great, you know, player coach relationship. Um, even though we were on opposite sides of the ball, there were actually times when when we did coach him, and and um, so you know, yeah, he was. 
So I'm going to take that as a no. We can't call you Coach Bill B. That's a no. The other one, the other one is a little more. It's just it's basic your basic standard question that we've been asking a lot of people. All the shows are in town. As far as we all, we've all had a ton of downtime where you really can't even do any work. There's no sports. There's no nothing. You have no idea what's going to go on. So Netflix, Hulu, you know, streaming movies, streaming shows. Was there any show? That you got into during the, I guess, the, 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 the beef of the quarantine, like the meat of it, where you just were like, I can't wait to watch the next episode. Um, yeah, well, it's, I polished off the um, I polished off the Sopranos. Nice. And so that was good. Wait, and, so you uh, finally finished the season, so now you know how it ends. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we saw Lawrence Taylor's cameo and... <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was, uh, well, which I don't really know how it ends. It's still, you know, it's going to lose you hanging a little bit yeah. there, but anyway, um, so yeah, so I, I got caught up on the Sopranos. Caught I, up I, on, I would recommend some movies now, but I know you don't have oh, any no, time. No, no, no. He, you're completely done with all that. stuff. His recommendations are awful, Bill. You don't want to, <laughs> anything to do with them. They are terrible. <laughs> Good, just stick with Breaking Bad. You'll be uh, you'll be fine. All right, we are off and running. Bill, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next Monday. Have a good week. All right, sounds good. You too, fellas. Thanks, right. Thanks Coach. Okay. You got Bye. it. See you later. Bill Belichick right here on OMN.